Welcome back to another episode of Mark G. Richardson's Remodeling Mastery. This series is brought to you by Surefire Local. Before I move on, I want to congratulate Mark on his 100th episode. We're giving away Mark's book for free in celebration. If you're interested, please email marketing at surefirelocal.com. Today's episode is all about the tips you need to follow when dealing with a remodeling cost crisis. Listen in as Mark talks about what works best in this type of situation. Over to you, Mark. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that's designed to help you think about your business, to help you reflect, look to the future, take a look and take inventory of what's happening and how you can go about improving. What I try to do is take different topics that are both thought-provoking but also quite relevant to what's happening in the industry. This particular podcast series is actually supported by NARI, the National Association of the Remodeling Industry, as well as Professional Remodeler Magazine, one of the leading publications in the remodeling industry. It's also produced by my friends at Surefire Local, who are leading digital marketing group. Today, the topic I want to get into is one that I'm really seeing kind of bubbling up from all different angles. And unlike, I think, some topics, this bubbling up is not necessarily a tidal wave that's going on. However, it's bubbling up like the lava or bubbling up like certainly a pot boiling and getting hotter and hotter. At some point, I think the rubber band is going to snap on this topic. I don't know when and I don't know how, but I do think it warrants spending a little bit of time thinking about the subject and really going back on your part and taking some inventory and looking at the data yourself. And I'm titling this Remodeling Cost Crisis. You know, that may be a little bit of an extreme comment, But as you think about those projects that you do, whether they are a bathroom, a kitchen, an addition, or a deck, and you take a snapshot of what did that project actually cost, what was the price to the client, say, five or ten years ago versus today? You know, what was the cost of, you know, that deck, for example, that you used to be able to do for under a certain point in the past versus today? And what I'm seeing with many of the leading remodeling businesses out there is they talk about the challenges that they're experiencing uh, when it comes to clients as a result of the cost being much greater, as a result of the cost of the project being exceeding what the client really has in their budget and wants to pay. Now, when you go back and quantify it and you think back, it wasn't that long ago for many, many remodeling businesses to be able to do a bathroom renovation for $30,000. Now that bathroom renovation, just literally a few years later, is oftentimes costing $50,000. Or think about that kitchen that you used to be able to do for 50000 and now is 80000 Or it could be a more major renovation of a basement or a interior space that was $100,000, and now that budget from a client's perspective is creeping up to one hundred and forty, hundred and fifty. 
Now, if you draw sort of the comparison to this, is imagine if, in fact, you were paying, for example, $3 for a gas a gallon of gas, and now it's $5 a gallon of gas only a few years later. I mean, most people would consider that kind of a gas or oil crisis. Or imagine what happened in terms of the real estate and how the real estate grew very quickly in terms of appreciation and certainly the rubber band snapped in terms of the real estate crisis that we experienced. And while I think the dynamic today out there is really different from that, I do think it's very important for remodelers to be proactive with this change of what's going on. So let's first drill into maybe why that this change is so dramatic that we've seen in the last few years. Number one is material costs. Now, if you look at the material costs, whether they're commodity-type material costs, i.e. drywall, lumber, those kind of things, or whether the material costs on specific products like faucets or fittings or cabinetry, those kind of things, we've seen a pretty dramatic increase in material costs. Matter of fact, I heard an industry analyst talk about the last three or four years, we've seen 5 to 9% increase in material costs on an annualized basis. Now, that's much, much higher than inflation. And when you look at the cumulative effect of that, of going up, three to nine percent per year over three to five year period of time, the delta or difference between that and inflation is really 15 to 25 percent up. So that's just one of the factors, but it's a real world factor that you have to take into account. The second is I think the dynamic that we're seeing out there is the trade contractors or the subcontractors. I was talking to a friend recently who was doing some analysis and kind of scratching his head. Why did the budget on this project go up so dramatically? And he was going back and comparing his plumbing costs, his electrical costs, his HVAC costs. And what he found in those cost comparison of literally how they had gone up 20 to 30 percent over a short period of time, six months to 12 months ago. Now, if you think about this, most mechanical contractors, plumbing, electricians, HVAC, they tend to be for remodeling very small contractors. In those times of scarcity, they lower the price. They're just happy to keep people busy. When there's times of abundance, which we certainly have right now, they have a tendency to raise their prices. So that's another factor of what we're seeing is those mechanical prices go up. Now, you can try to negotiate it, but the reality is if you're only working with one or two trade contractors within the individual categories, it's going to be a little bit challenging to do that. But I encourage you to go back and review what was it a year ago versus today for the same kind of project. Number three factor, which is a little bit of a broader factor, and that is the client themselves. I think the client's expectation in terms of the products and services that they're wanting is higher than it was in the past. When they're talking about doing a bathroom, addition, a renovation, a deck, whatever those things are, they're oftentimes, they think the norm today is a higher price, higher quality product than it was, say, five to ten years ago. So if you've got a client that 
that believes that the standard should be a quartz countertop as opposed to a basic granite or as opposed to some other type material, then all of a sudden their standard is going up. A good comparison is you go back, and you might want to go back a further on this particular one, is go back and look at five to ten years ago what people were spending on appliances then versus today. Today, it's substantially more on kitchen appliances, but again, this is just sort of assumed to be the standard. They go in an open house and they see relatively higher quality appliances and they just assume that anything that they would put in their own house would be at that. So the factor number three, I think, is the client, the internet, the client's expectations. Number four is the labor situation. Now, we hear all the time about the labor crisis and what's going on. We hear about unemployment. We hear all these things, and we're experiencing it ourselves. I would say most of the better remodelers have seen an increase in their labor cost at least 10 to 20% over the last three to five years. Well, when you see inflation going up a couple of points and you see 10 to 20% labor cost, it's certainly going to see overall project uh, investment go up and up and up. So you need to think about that as you're really reflecting on what an estimate costs. And number five factor for remodeling businesses, and I would say businesses in general, is your overall overhead costs are greater. Now, overhead happens in different ways. It has very hard costs, i.e. what you're paying individuals or what you're paying for office space, what you're paying for operating your business. Things like insurance. But it also has some softer costs as it relates to overhead. When things take longer, it costs you more. When the sales process gets elongated, it, the production process, the permitting process gets elongated, it actually costs you more to do this project and to be in business. And with that elongated cost, it really adds more cost to the overall project. Now, the reality is that most remodelers are getting squeezed. They're seeing the margin slipping in the middle. They're not necessarily estimating and anticipating all these costs that are happening out there, and they're oftentimes having conversations with clients up front in terms of budgeting that, quite frankly, there ends up being a little bit of uh, unrealistic expectations on everyone's part. So what can you do about this? As I advise and work with different folks all around the country, what I try to do is I try to have them think about what they can do about it rather than just be reactive to it. It's much more important that you're proactive and you're, you're approaching the situation in that kind of fashion if you want to be successful. So the one thing you can do is you're thinking about budgeting or doing estimating. Try to anticipate anticipate if we've seen this trend of 5 to 10% increases on an annualized basis and you're thinking about a project in, let's say, the summer that's going to start later in the fall or the winter, you're probably going to have an increase of cost of 5% in terms of some of the fundamental costs. So when you're putting together an estimate, try to build in what you think that that cost will be in the future. Try to not look at it in sunny day conditions, but kind of assume the worst and then hope for the best. Number two is you have to educate the client. Now, 
it's difficult to educate the client when it comes to cost when you're already pushing the em envelope in terms of their particular expectations. But what you want to do, I think, is try to draw parallels to other things in the marketplace, other global trends that are happening out there so that they can fully understand. It's sort of like going to a wealth advisor and the wealth advisor guaranteeing a certain return from what they're going to get in the stock market. The more the client understands that today more than ever, because of all these factors going on out there, unemployment being low, having an effect not only in terms of la your labor costs, but also the, the trade contractor costs. You have material costs that are being certainly influenced by certainly these, what's happening globally out there in terms of costs of materials, uh, in terms of what's happening in different uh, costs of, of, of our commodities that are out there. And I think if you educate the client to this is more the dynamic and you have a little bit more flexibility in terms of the budgeting of what a project ends up being, you're going to be more successful. Third tip or idea I would share is try to lock in your cost. The reality is you're a small business, you work with small business, you work with suppliers, you have kind of win-win kind of opportunities. You have a win-win with a lumber supplier, you have win-win to a lumber ma a window manufacturer, and you have a win-win with a plumber or a HVAC contractor. So have meetings or lunches with them and ask them, let's anticipate six months out, 12 months out. You know, if I line up and do business with you, can we lock in certain unit costing or certain rates or certain parameters? Let them know also there's going to be times that you're going to have a little bit more flexibility in the budgeting and they're going to have to be tighter at times. But I think the more that you communicate those with those partners, the more that you can c control the cost. Number four is find better ways of doing. Now, this is maybe an obvious one, but I think remodelers tend to be reactive. They tend to, this is the way we always did it. You know, if you start to think about some of the materials that you can install faster, if you think about training your people to do things better and faster and more effectively, find better ways of doing things. At a very high level, we're seeing a little bit more modular coming into effect, but there's a lot of subsets of that if you really think and plan the projects more carefully. Maybe you can squeak out 5 or 10 or 15 percent, not in terms of labor rates, but in terms of faster and better ways of doing things. And number three, and uh, number five, is think about your skills as it relates to marketing and sales. The more that you are skillful in terms of being able to take the client through the process in a more effective way, the more you're going to be successful in seeing the outcomes. Now, we're seeing reasonably good close rates, but it's this elongated process, this increased cost that is causing, I would say, the, the rubber band to stretch. Now, I certainly don't have a crystal ball, and I'm not a psychic, but I do know at some point the rubber band is going to snap. 
And unless you do something about it to differentiate yourself, to address this subject proactively, this can, in fact, become more of a remodeling budgeting crisis that's out there and that will cause the clients to say, you know, let's just put these projects off. Let's just not do it. The cost is getting up to the point where we just can't afford it anymore. And I truly believe the better remodelers will approach things in the more successful ways. So I want to thank everybody for joining me today on this particular podcast. Also, I want to thank my friends, certainly at NARI, National Association for Remodeling Industry, so for supporting this, as well as Professional Remodeler Magazine. And I hope everybody really heeds some of this advice and really embraces this dynamic that's out there. And really, I think you can take it from this bubbling that's out there cool the temperature down, and see a lot more success. Take care, everyone. Thank you, Mark. You just listened to episode 100. That's right, 100 of Mark G. Richardson's Remodeling Mastery, brought to you by Surefire Local. I hope you were able to take away the tips that Mark shared and use them if you ever run into a crisis. Also, like I mentioned earlier, if you're interested in Mark's book, please email us at marketing at surefirelocal.com. Be sure to subscribe to Remodeling Mastery on your favorite podcast app. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you next time.